Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Thankfully, we've got uh, Jacob Spoonley on the line. Uh, Jacob, uh, thanks very much for joining us, mate. Uh, Special occasion when they walked out, but then after that point, uh, from that point onwards, it didn't go so well yesterday. No, morning, Smithy. Morning, everybody. It, um, It was a compelling first. 10 minutes, mate, they started like the house on fire. And then there was a bit of a knife edge moment uh, when David Ball went through on birthday boy Mark Berrigetti. And uh, the birthday cake candles were still very much um, alive after that. And then Central Coast went down the other end and scored through Benny Incololo, who was fantastic on the day. And that's where the game really turned. The Phoenix aren't designed or capable uh, coming from a goal behind. And we saw that play out yet again this season. So... I think it would have been different had David Ball put that ball in the back of the net, but um, that's for another day. And uh, from there, the wheels really did kind of fall off and Central Coast showed why they are uh, a bit of a threat this season, albeit one from outside the top six at the moment. There's nine unanswered goals in the last two meetings against the Central Coast Mariners. So, I mean, you look at that and you just say it's the, the problems are quite clear. Um, it's defensive, but then again, uh, zero score lines. They are. They're very generous scorelines. Um, and I think IC said it probably best. They're, they're simply a bad matchup for the Phoenix. So you look at it and you say, well, the Phoenix have got the ascendancy in terms of table position. But um, Central Coast, with Cummings and Kalola, Morash, Muller, um, playing a 4 4 and playing more of a basketball style, a lot of transitional football, that's what the Phoenix don't like. And um, with the Phoenix being such a patchwork team at the moment, particularly without the likes of Josh Laws to provide that defensive solidity um, with uh, Wooten. And then also having Lewis and Rufa at the heart of your midfield, the screen is in front of that back four out. Um, You can understand that Central Coast were able to drive a stake at the heart of this patchwork um, defence that the Phoenix are putting out at the moment. So that, for me, was really the large problem. Why aren't they a, a, a side that's capable of overcoming an early setback? I think it's because the way in which Tale sets them up. So they like to control the game. Um, they, they like to keep the ball in position. They want to be awkward and force the opponent back deep um, when they do have the ball. Um, but I just, at, at the moment, because of the lack of personnel and because of that way that they, they, don't, they don't really favour the transitional style too much, um, I think that means that they just don't have that ability. So they need to stay in the, um, the confrontation. They need to make it an arm wrestle. Um, and I think it's largely the manifestation of the way in which Tully sets them up. The other thing that looks uh, interesting too is that they have an issue perhaps performing in games when 
they're favoured against teams that are slightly below them on the table. So they enter games as favourites. Oh, I love it. Absolutely, Smitty. That's, um, I think it's a really, really interesting point. So they are able to elevate their game and, and they do wear the underdog label really well. Unfortunately, um, I'd say kind of like we've seen with the All-Whites at times, um, when they are favoured or they do have the edge of the opponent, then they don't have that ability to be really authoritative. Um, I don't think we will see that repeated this weekend, though. I think um, Western Sydney, uh, the Phoenix should match up a lot better against them, and um, we will hopefully see Josh Laws back, which means that you do have the ability to then play Tim Payne at right back or in that defensive midfield. So you provide that physical destructive element um, into a really key position for the Phoenix. And then you can play Sandoval and Piscopo uh, and Ball in their preferred positions um, in the system. So that gives you this ability um, to match up a lot better against Western Sydney before you even step out onto the field. So we'll see how Josh Laws goes this week. Hopefully we also see Clayton Lewis returning before the end of the season and Gary Hooper, we understand, is ahead of schedule, which is a real surprise because we saw thought initially that might be him done with the Phoenix. So with those three um, horses returning to the track, I think the Phoenix do improve significantly uh, going into the end of the season. So 18,000 people they're declaring. Uh, Were you impressed with the crowd? Were you expecting uh, a little bit more, perhaps having been starved of football action for so long with the Phoenix? I I think it would have been nice to go close to the 24,000. A lot of effort was put into this homecoming. Um, and it was great to see so many Wellingtonians out there enjoying such a wonderful day. Um, I think it was unfortunate that the game fell on Easter weekend, so you do take a bit of a discount with everyone going away on holiday. Um, that being said, um, it was a wonderful afternoon, and um, I do want being an Auckland this many to see Auckland go close, if not surpass that this weekend. That would be, uh, that would be something nice that I can hold over Jason Pine in the comms box. Uh, wouldn't it be nice uh, yeah, to stop Piney crowing? But it's, a, it's, a, it's not a bad sound, to be fair, Piney crowing, because he's such a damn enthusiast and he does such... You're, you're a pretty good combo, I, I, I think it's fair to say as well. Uh, Western Sydney Wanderers, uh, Jacob, what are we expecting oh, there so. out of them? Uh, as, uh, what are we expecting out of them as a unit? Um, as a unit, mate, they are probably the most... Um disappointing outfit in the A-League this season. I don't say that in terms of the way in which they've played. They've put on some really good matches. This is a team that should be up there in the top four. They are backed by some wonderfully um, invested, uh, not in terms of resource, but interest um, people. They have been a threat since they came into the A-League and they are just underperforming at the moment. So for Phoenix fans, um, there's not only that uh, in the back of the minds that we should take all three points just off that alone. It's more to do with the fact that you've got an inbuilt pantomime villain. Uh, so the Central Coast Mariners became the villain over the course of the 90 minutes, but Mark Rudan is going to mean that there's extra motivation for the Phoenix fans more than anything. Um, and they don't have that determination that Central Coast had. There was a desperation with Central Coast on the weekend. They needed to pick up 12 of the last 15 points to get to the 39-point threshold. Um, that was the top six last year. So um, they had a real motivation, which potentially was overlooked. Western Sydney do not have that. And the other promising factor 
for Phoenix fans is that we have seen the Phoenix bounce back time and again this season. They have simply refused to let this season go. The staff and the players know that they are slightly probably under-resourced, but they are not going to let that um, dissuade them from making a play for the top six, if not the top four. So we saw that against Western United. Um, they bounced back. In, uh, there was a bounce back game that they had. We saw them pick up points against Perth. They also put three away against Brisbane Raw after conceding a lot the week before. So in terms of those kind of almost bipolar swings that we have seen from the Phoenix um, this season, I think we're every chance of seeing another one this weekend. So for me, uh, of interest, I mean, if I was, uh, for a lot of these players, of course, uh, playing in front of New Zealand crowds, that was a, an absolute first. So I guess they got a taste to the level of support for the franchise in this country. And I, I just want to, as you say, Auckland, it's so important they front up at Eden Park as well, because we're looking at, uh, you know, I think they're looking at the makings of, of quite a competitive squad. I mean, they're, they're definitely... Uh, playoff contenders, there's no doubt about that. Um, and, and also, I imagine there's players sort of making up their mind about what they're going to do in the future, I would imagine. And it would be nice to think that they get a great example, both at uh, Wellington and Eden Park, just that if they do play at home, and of course next year they will be playing on a more regular basis, they will get a genuine level of support. Absolutely, Smitty. And Let's not um, look too far afield at the moment, although you're completely right in saying that once we get that reset next season, this is the level of support that you guys can expect because I think we've been very unfortunate. And for me, this is, if not the, one of the best Phoenix sides in the club's history. So the fact that they've played overseas um, for the majority of Tully's tenure has been um, you know, a frustrating thing. Um, that being said, if we do see a win this weekend and we see... The Phoenix pick up, for me, another six points off their um, last nine, which isn't, um, which isn't uh, impossible given that they play Western Sydney again. And they also play Victory, who, although they're a fantastic team, Tully does seem to um, have the edge on Popovich in terms of setting up the team structure. So I think we could be looking at another home game. Now, if Auckland wants to roll out and make a case potentially for um, being the venue for a home semi-final, then they should absolutely pack out Eden Park this weekend. I mean, obviously the natural home for the Phoenix is Wellington um, and David Dome wants to repay the Wellington faithful. But Auckland, Auckland needs to demonstrate its support. It needs to appreciate these boys who have sacrificed so much um, for the club, for Football New Zealand, um, over the last two seasons. Uh, so this is our opportunity to pay them back. Uh, aside from that, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on where you think um, the All Whites are in terms of their preparation uh, for Costa Rica. What do we know about Costa Rica? What are what are our chances? Uh, do you think of making the big the big dance this time around? Well, this is big boy football now, Smithy. We're 90 minutes away from a World Cup, and. I think the all-white side, um, they've done well putting together a schedule. Um, they've played um, teams that have meant that they can prepare for this World Cup qualifying series. Uh, I know that there are preparations in place for um, the all-whites heading into the game against Costa Rica. It'll be interesting to see um, ultimately who they do play against. Um, what, what will need to be overcome in those warm-up games is getting the boys ready for the fact that there are no excuses, there are there are no um, there'll be no ability to respond. There's no second chances in this Costa Rica game, and that's the big thing that I think um, the team needs to be ready for. They need to be 
ready for a confrontation that'll go the full 90 minutes, an arm wrestle that if you give an inch, you'll need to win that back um, twofold. So uh, we've got a great generation coming through. They are still players that are cutting their teeth professionally. A lot of the squad is still under the age of 24. So we'll need to rely on the experience of the likes of Reed and Wood, uh, and that'll need to be complemented by some really fantastic cameos. The big thing for me, though, Smithy, is you've only, I'm assuming you've only got a squad of 23. Danny's played with the 30-odd players for the World Cup qualifiers. We've seen the likes of Ryan Thomas starting to return to football. So if he gets fit, he's definitely in the conversation because he's that player that will provide you with additional experience, even if it's in the squad, not necessarily the starting 11. Marco Rojas hasn't been included in the World Cup qualifying squad. Costa Barbarousas was there and looked so sharp. So you've got these headaches all over the shop for Danny to start thinking about. Not necessarily who he takes, but who he doesn't take is a massive question. Mm, interesting. Oh, well, uh, good problems, though. Perhaps uh, rather than who to find, I mean, you know, uh, I think he'd probably rather be in, in that boat. And we're talking about a, a, a really important one-off as well, not just a, a tournament as such. He can look further afield if he... It gets past that hurdle. Uh, Jacob, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, look forward to your call uh, at Eden Park this weekend and may Auckland turn up in their numbers and gazump the 18,000, get up towards 25,000, 30,000. That'll be pretty cool. Oh, there's space at Eden Park, Smithy, mate. Yeah, absolutely. We can fill that one out. And I'm saying that, and that's targeted directly at Jason Pine. I'm saying we as an Aucklander, mate. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can have the biggest crowd of the season. Third largest last week. Auckland can push for at least the second or the first. Good on you, mate. Always great to catch up. I love your enthusiasm uh, and your background knowledge as well. Thank you very much, Jacob, uh, for your time. Cheers, Smitty. Appreciate it. Have a good day, mate. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.